Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday, brought to you by Aging Wisdom, where we share weekly bite-sized insights on aging well, caring well, and living well. I would like to wrap this up, though, talking about your role as a certified care manager. How do you help? You know, you mentioned some of the things earlier, but I think it's really important to just sort of recap and stress how essential a care manager can be in helping with falls prevention and working with clients and, you know, working with families and within all of these different systems we've talked about. Well, Carrie, we help in multiple different ways. One way in which we help, and sometimes we're not even involving the individual that we're talking about. Sometimes we consult with families to listen to what their concern is. They have an elderly parent. They're concerned about remaining at home safely, or they have an elderly parent who has a new diagnosis. Uh, They have an elderly parent who's running out of money. Uh, They have an elderly parent who hasn't set up their powers of attorney or doesn't have a will or advanced directives, and they have some kind of cognitive impairment. So they come to us and they're seeking advice on what should we do. And so when we have a consultation, we're looking at the immediate and the big picture And we're helping people with next steps. We make recommendations on what those next steps are. And we provide the resources to follow through on those next steps. Oftentimes, families will ask us for our assistance to implement those next steps. So we do that in consultation. Another way in which we help people is we often will assess an individual. We talked a little bit about assessment earlier. But we might actually go to an individual's home and assess that client in their home. And what we're looking at is we're looking at how does that person present themselves? What can they do? What do they need help with? How do they walk? What devices are they using? We're kind of, we're looking at head to toe, you know, not with a eyeglass and, you know, physically <laughs> touching somebody, but we're looking at an individual and how they communicate with us, how they work in their own home where there might be deficits. We also assess the home for safety and not just for safety, but what can make this easier for the person to remain in their home. And then when we're finished with an assessment, we follow up with some summary report of recommendations of this is what we find with the individual. We write our assessment down. This is what we think needs to be done or should be addressed. And here are resources. And then again, we can help follow through on those things. Oftentimes, we help families that are overwhelmed. They have children or they have other family members that they're caring for. And they're just like, wow, this is overwhelming for me. What do I do? And so as a care manager, we can be the point person. We can set appointments. We can transport appointments. We can be the eyes and ears for those appointments and disseminate information to families. We advocate. Oftentimes, families will call and they'll say, my mom's in the hospital and they want to discharge her to blah, blah, blah. And And, you know, we don't even know if that's a good place and we think it's too early for her. And so we'll step in. We'll go to the hospital. We'll meet the individual. We'll look at their chart. We'll figure out what should be happening. And it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming to be in the hospital and have people making decisions. And it's already confusing. You're out of your home. You don't feel well. And having an advocate, someone who knows the ropes, knows about discharge, knows about where good rehab facilities Mm -hmm. or communities are, 
is very, very helpful. We don't recreate the wheel. We have these things at our fingertips and we make recommendations based on our own clients and their satisfaction with resources that we have in our community that we use. Wow. I so admire you (laughs) and our (laughs) colleagues that are care managers because it, it really is a lot. But, you know, that's the beauty of your experience, your expertise, really feeling comfortable and confident and knowing the language and knowing who to speak to how to communicate it, how to sort of streamline all of this. And I think oftentimes, especially if there has been a fall, if there has been a hospitalization, families, you know, there's a lot of emotion. This is your mom or dad or mother-in-law. There's, you want, you want what's best for them. And so let's just hand it off to a professional (laughs) that can manage this. And then we can just focus on being the son, the daughter, the adult child and just being present with mom or dad and you know oftentimes we'll work with um, families that are Johnny on the spot they've done the research they know what's out there they know cost but usually I find that there's just some little piece that's missing and oftentimes a consultation will help educate somebody for example when somebody doesn't have a lot of resources financial resources and they're getting older and They might need to go on to Medicaid. That's a big process. And Mm -hmm. how do you do it? And what's available to them? Do I have choices? We can really educate people on that process and even guide them or give them resources outside of us to manage transitions such as going from private pay onto Medicaid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So there's a lot of different options. A lot of options. Well, let's kind of just do a little wrap up here on falls prevention. So we know what the conditions are that might likely lead to a fall. So let's pay attention to that, folks. You know, we know what can happen after a fall. So we want to do whatever we can to um, prevent these falls and minimize our risk. And we also looked at things like home safety basics, talking with your doctor, your healthcare provider, what you can do to keep moving and keep physically active and contribute to strength, mobility, endurance, and balance. The importance of having our eyes and our ears and our feet checked. I really appreciate this conversation with you, Sheila. It's been enlightening. I learn things too. You know, it's interesting being the marketing and communications director and having worked in the field myself like you for so many years, I'm always learning things. And I just really appreciate when I work with people like you who are so informed and just love educating people and, you know, sharing that knowledge. Thank you, Carrie. It's no, it's, it's wonderful. We're very fortunate, aren't we? We're very fortunate. Honestly, we're very fortunate to be kind of experienced experts in aging. I feel very, I I feel very lucky and I oftentimes am surprised when I share information with my own family and they don't know. I'm like, what? You don't know that? I was like, everybody should know that. So we'll keep sharing the love and we'll keep sharing our knowledge. And I just want to say thank you again. This has been really fun. I, I hope we can do some more podcasts again. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another Wisdom Wednesday. In the meantime, 
visit our website at agingwisdom.com where you'll find more resources to help you navigate options for aging, caring, and living well.